Hello and welcome back to another recap for the, uh, crap, what was the name of this campaign again? The Asmerdian Pantheon something. As, as Mer how, how do you pronounce that, Brant? As, Asmerdian. Oh, we're off to a great start. Sorry, I've been a little bit sick the last couple of days. My brain is pretty well shot because in conjunction with being sh sick... I've also been putting together seed orders for this next growing season, which requires hours and hours of reading descriptions, looking at numbers, calculating costs, copy and pasting these things into an Excel sheet. And I'm kind of at the end of it, of my mental capacity. So we're going to do our best to recap what happened. It was a great session. I think everybody had a good time. I did. And I'm looking forward to the next session. Also, it's going to be a little difficult to try and keep everything straight because I am starting a new campaign um, that I'll be playing every other week with just, just me and Anton, just a mano and mano. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that one. I will be recapping that one as well. Like I said, it's going to be every other week. So every other week, there'll probably be two session recaps. But it's cool. Uh, Anton and I, we were putting together three NPCs to flush out the party. Be doing goat, Ghost of Saltmarsh missions and just kind of as we're starting it and working things out with detailed backstories and stuff. Because Anton knows, he gets it, He get, I'm a, I'm a story-driven player. And so he's taking the time and effort to help me flush out everybody's backstories and just to try and make it good. And I really appreciate that. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to it. A campaign custom just for me. It's everything I ever wanted. And I'm sure it will be the most fun I ever had playing D&D. &D. No pressure, Anton. Anyway, getting back to Farrell's campaign. Uh, we are jumping into... Where were we? Farrell's campaign. We are going to be... Wow. Let me try that again. We pick up with all the heroes in the small town. We haven't actually found out the name, I don't think, of this town. Or if we have, I've completely forgotten it. We stayed the night in a tavern after coming in and escaping the prison. We had learned that the mayor may have had some work for us. So everybody gets up and um, starts getting some breakfast. Radovan just makes his way over to a corner and just kind of waits for everybody to make a decision as to what they're going to do. Um, we're still early into the campaign and we're all new to feral style of DMing. So I didn't want to jump in too aggressively into trying to move the plot forward. Kind of try and hang back just a little bit and so we can kind of fall into our place here and just sort of see how we're all going to play together and how the world's going to react to our choices. So, uh, we start, well, the first thing that happened was that, uh, Kiki, Abby's character, the massive earth genasi fighter. Yes. Fighter starts trying to talk to one of the NPCs who looked like a wealthy merchant who was going over some paperwork. And they kind of harassed him a little bit. Mr. Boogie, which is Mike's 
human warlock. I believe he's a human warlock. No, he's a half elf warlock. Um, he and Kiki, and I think Stumbleduck went over and kind of talked to this merchant who was pretty determined to be left alone. But when they started asking him about his business and what he did, he opened up a little bit and he ended up giving everybody a map, which, uh, was really nice because we were able to kind of see the whole world and get a feel, a little bit of world history, which I have unfortunately already forgotten. I'd remember as soon as I looked at the map again, but basically we just kind of learned some details that seemed more world building details rather than plot specific details at the moment. Although Kiki, as she was looking at the map, there was one particular spot that looked like a giant monument up in the far north eastern, yes, eastern corner of the map. Um, she felt a connection of some sort to that, but we didn't learn anything else about it. She asked about it, and it was supposed to be a very civilized and peaceful part of the map. Uh, the merchant said he did business there all the time. Can't remember the name of it, but yeah. That was pretty much all that really happened in the tavern. And then eventually we decided we would go find the mayor and see what work he had. Thought it would be good to do some work, earn some money, and then, you know, before we just kind of get get ourselves stocked up a little bit before we really dive off into the adventure. Our goal, I believe, is to find these uh, sort of wells of power and purify them or convert them and that will somehow kind of help us claim the area for our pantheon so we're on the lookout for those but since we don't really have any other direction as to where to start going we uh, decide we take up this local job so we found the mayor talking to a bunch of mercenaries in a training ground sort of in the middle of town and the mayor was saying that these mercenaries weren't sure they were going to have enough manpower for the job they were taking on, which being they were going to go and hunt down a group of kobolds that had recently been terrorizing some of the locals nearby. So we agreed to that, uh, but the mercenaries wanted to test our metal first. And so we said, sure, whatever. So we each paired off. We were all doing a one-on-one -on -one duel with these NPCs, which was kind of cool. Um, however, Things started to look really bad when Farrell told us that they had like 50 plus hit points. Um, which, of course, he didn't tell us that until after we were in the middle of the fight. Um, but it went surprisingly well. A couple of people were knocked unconscious in this fight. Um, Radovan did surprisingly well. I think he, he got a natural 20 and then maxed out the dice and brought the person he was fighting down to, like, l way less than half his hit points. And then, like, after another hit, his combatant um, surrendered. I'm guessing they were knights or something, because a knight in the Monster's Manual has uh, about the same amount of hit points that these guys did. I don't know if they are or not. I'm sure Farrell's tweaked this somehow, so I'm not trying to meta here. If they had about 52 hit points, they're around a challenge three, and we were each trying to take on one. So, yeah, we were not meant to win these fights by any means. But uh, Radovan got very lucky, and I think uh, Bobby Anton's um, half elf or human bard might be human. Oh, yeah, human bard. 
Bobby the Human Bard slash Bounty Hunter. Uh, I, I I can't remember though who all who all succeeded. Obviously, I remember Radovan did because that's who I was paying attention to. Anyway, so we uh, the mercenaries agreed to take us on. Um, everybody kind of got healed back up, and we followed them off into the woods to go and uh, take on these kobolds. The mercenaries told us that we were to be the bait. We were to walk along the road and to draw the kobolds out while the mercenaries circled around and attacked their base or hideout or camp. So that's what we did. We started going on, going along. Everybody was pretty well uh, failing at their perception checks. So we were jumped by the kobolds. And thankfully, Farrell did not uh, put a surprise round, which I think we totally deserved. Um, but it would have been bad if he had, because it turned out to be a pretty tough fight. I don't know what the challenge rating of kobolds are. I don't think they're terrible. I'll look it up while I'm telling you about the fight. Um, and again, I'm not trying, uh, to meta, just kind of get a general idea here. Um, I'm sure Brant, or Farrell is tweaking these things, uh, as he goes. So they've only got a 1-8, but there was like... 12 of them that attacked us and we were all pretty spread out um it was i did i didn't go unconscious radovan didn't go unconscious uh and one other person didn't go unconscious or one other person got healed but like we were almost overrun uh some of the kobolds uh broke Broke away and ran off as we started to get the upper hand. But other than that, it was a pretty cool fight. Um, the, the road kind of had banks on either side. There was a tree trunk laying across the road that we were kind of running back and forth on. Radovan had another couple of really good rolls. My, I think my favorite part um, was... I was able to use the rules for how high he could jump, which is something I've never used before. Even as a DM, we never really talked about like how high he can jump. But there was a kobold up on this rock, and he was able to run and jump up there and take out that kobold, and it felt very ninja-esque, and I, I enjoyed that. Also, monks at level 1 are so much fun to play because of their unarmed strike, which is just so handy in these fights because you get a couple multiple hits and when we're fighting against you know these weaker characters like kobolds it's just a lot of fun to you know run to one and be able if you get lucky you have to get lucky but if you get lucky enough and you can take two of them down in one turn that feels really good so i I was having a lot of fun with radovan and other i I wasn't doing a very good job of paying attention to what everybody else was doing. I was kind of like taking my turn and then looking through my character sheet or reading something in the player's handbook. Um, so I don't really remember what happened to everybody else. Also, again, my brain's just fried, so I can't really remember everything that happened. Um, but, yeah, I think everybody did, did pretty well. I know Mr. Boogie went unconscious and Kiki went unconscious. Um, but they both took out a few kobolds on their own as well. Quite a few kobolds. So yeah, we finished them up and then we dragged those who were unconscious over behind a rock and we waited an hour for everybody to roll some hit dice and get them back. Thankfully, 
Radovan has the, oh, I can't say it right, the paraf of wound closure or something. So when he rolls hit dice, he gets to double it, which is really cool because basically every time, at least at level one, when he rolls a hit dice, he gets full health back. Um, I think I rolled like, I don't know, I'm only, I only have nine hit points. So when I roll a 1d8, pretty guaranteed to get all my hit points back no matter how low I am. Pretty close, not every time, but pretty darn often. Pretty often, yeah. Anyway, so we got our hit points back, and then we decided to go, continuing on towards the camp, we figured the mercenaries, being as tough as they were, would have already cleared out the camp, and so we were planning on just going up and meeting them. But to our surprise, as we carefully moved our way through the forest, we saw that there were kobolds all over this camp still. We also could see that they were guarding what looked like some sort of thatched entrance to a cave or something that went into a hillside that rose up from the back of the camp. We weren't really sure what was going on. We weren't sure if the mercenaries were there or what. So we decided to send Radovan up to try to scout ahead. Now there was a lot of sneak uh, checks made and eventually he did fail one and uh, some of the, they had, there was the kobolds, and they also had these strange sort of home, some kind of rat dog thing. Um, and so they kind of came looking for them, and the other players distracted them by shooting some arrows into a tree on the opposite side of the camp. So then the kobolds and dog things started going off to look at that, and so Radovan was able to try and sneak into the camp. Um, but unfortunately, when he dropped into the camp to try and take out one of the kobolds, the kobold cried out in alarm, um, and, yeah, alerted to everybody. So then the fight broke out. Radovan did fall unconscious on this fight, um, but we managed to take all of them out, and then we went looking for the mercenaries, because we couldn't, they weren't here. We eventually found signs of a fight with kobolds, and the mercenaries weren't there, but we were able to kind of deduce that they had gone, they'd maybe been beaten, or that they just lost so much uh, health or whatever that they went back to regroup. But they completely left us there, and so we weren't impressed. Uh, we went back to the kobold camp and started kind of investigating the cave. We could hear whispers. And the kobolds a couple of times had mentioned, you know, make the whispers stop. They had cried that out as they were fighting us. And a few of them we found with, like, cotton or wax stuffed in their ears as if they were trying to stop something that they could hear. So, And then when we were inside the cave, we could hear these whisperings, and so we made some sort of connection. Um, and some of us are theorizing that, might, that what might be in the cave is one of these wells of power that we have to purify or convert or whatever. Uh, to progress our mission um, for the Pantheon. So that was, however, where we decided to leave off. We, um, oh, I'm getting a text message. Um, we, I, we were pretty beaten up at this point, so we decided to go a little ways away from the Kabold camp and take a long rest, and that was where the session ended. And... Um, yeah, so we'll fi figure out what happens next. I think next time we're planning on going into the cave and figuring out what's going on in there. 
yeah, and that was pretty much it. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of fighting, which is totally fine. Um, so it's as far as like plot wise, not a ton happened. So a little bit easier to kind of recap. We came, we fought, we won. It was good. So next week, um, I'll recap uh, the Asmordian, Asmordian uh, Pantheon campaign, and then I will recap the Saltmarsh campaign that I'll be doing with Anton. Um, I will be playing my first rogue character. I got, I played, like, I did a rogue for one time on a campaign a long time ago, not a long time ago, like a year ago. Uh, Anton and I were going to a game shop, local game shop, and just kind of pop, it was a very pop-in, pop-out campaign. And so one time I, I played a rogue for just one night and that was fun but it didn't give me enough to really get to know the the class so I'm looking forward because I'm going to be playing a rogue tiefling named Alistair Sorrow with a sailor background and we're playing on fantasy grounds trying to learn that program and figure that out and so that's been fun it's been a cool experience so yeah I'll be recapping two next week hopefully and yeah that's really it honestly Short short uh, recap for this week, which is totally fine, because I think I'm just about... I need to go take a nap. That's what I need to do. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Even though I'm not DMing, you've been really supportive of the podcast still, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much to Farrell for DMing, as well as to Anton. Um, you guys are great. And yeah, I will see you all on Friday, and thank you to everybody who's listening. I will see you next week.